welcome to our episode of the Terror Tamp Podcast. I am Triforce Todd, and joining me today is Wario Will. It's time! No! No! Back in the same, back in the same. But this is not time. One more month. One more month. Okay, it's that time here again. Yes, Mariah has officially defrosted and come out of out the winter safe. Like, but no, not yet, not yet. Back in the hole. Back in the hole. Can I just note that for me, for me, the freakiest thing of that song isn't that we're going to be hearing it and blah blah blah, and that Mariah actually made a video about her actually being frozen in the block of ice. Just to spite people, we all know that a spite. But just the high notes that she hit, like that's like ear-piercing screams to me. And you know, I'm surprised my ears aren't bleeding right now. <laughs> I mean, props to Mariah Carey for hitting those high notes. I'll give oh, her yeah. that much. Oh no, uh, sk- skill is t- skill is skill. Okay, that's just true. But that doesn't just because you have the skill doesn't mean you should use it. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> also suffering at the hands of Mariah Carey is Skull Kid Scott. I could have gone a whole month without having to hear even the opening to that. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's I, coming, it's coming. Ugh. I saw the video in part, and I'm just like, what is this video? And then I'm like, oh, Mariah Carey. I'm like, crap. So I obviously scrolled away. Um, someone I will not scroll away with, or scroll away with? Scroll away from is Falcon Bay! You know... I kind of want to throw hands now because I started listening to Christmas music yesterday. So I am one of those people. I am one of those people. Yeah. And I am proud of it. We still have Turkey Day. We still have one more month. You do not say Merry Christmas right now. (laughs) Merry Christmas. We still need Black Friday. Black also- Friday, you know, me and my family have this whole little thing to where Thanksgiving and like Black Friday is just preparation and practice before Christmas because Christmas is the big deal. That's that's when the show starts. Aha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I want to make a reference to the joke I made earlier about not scrolling away from faith. That was a reference to social media, but also I can't <laughs> scroll away from faith and social media. Do you want to know why? Because anytime there's a contest that has like the whole tag your friend or whatever, <gasps> guess who oh she my always oh tags? Oh my gosh. Todd, I literally talked to my mom about this today. I was standing <laughs> in the kitchen and I'm like, you know, mama, I hope that Todd doesn't get annoyed with me. And she's like, why would Todd get annoyed at you? Well, <laughs> well because the, there's these, these 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 contests and like giveaways that I do on Twitter. And it's like, you know, I have other friends, but I feel like they would be confused if I tagged them. So I tagged Todd because I assumed that he wouldn't get mad at me. But then it's like, there's moments where I wonder if he's getting frustrated with me, but I never know and I don't ask. So I don't know. And I love Which, how you brought that, that okay. up. <laughs> okay, now hold on. Notice, notice how she does that. She doesn't apologize. She just says, I never ask. And thus she just keeps doing it. Because until I say something, apparently, she's just going to keep doing it, assuming that I don't care. I don't care, Faith. Thank you for asking. But it happened twice just today. I know, but they had two that I wanted to win. And, and one of them was for The Sims. Yeah, and there you go. It's like, oh, who can I attack? Oh, Todd. Todd won't carry. I don't. But it's just like, I wonder what. Oh, I literally went this morning. Oh, I wonder what Faith tagged me in this time. <laughs> Because I have another friend, and I'm like, I'm going to tag her. But I also know if I tag her, she's going to be so confused. And so I'm like, at least you at least you know what it's for and what it's about and why I tagged you. There are so many ways I can dissect that, but I will not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's up to you. Is it, though? 
Is it though? Do you though? <laughs> anyway, we have an interesting show for you today, including a, a uh, very interesting statement that will make you go, Sure, Jan. But first, what have you been playing? For most of us, I can't speak for Faith because I honestly haven't asked. See, I, but when I ask Faith, it's about gaming stuff that I know we can actually talk about, not just random things. I tag you in on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but, but for most of us, we were playing Splatoon 3 over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, and not even thinking about Starfield. Like, I seriously didn't even think. I spent like a whole week not thinking about Starfield. It felt pretty good, actually. So, uh, like seriously, I was working for one of the websites and I saw a Starfield picture on actually on accident. I'm like, oh, I haven't played Starfield in a while, huh? Anyway, I kind of wondered if you were still playing that or not because you just I like stopped, quit talking I, about it. I stopped because of wonder, obviously, because that was my priority because I had to review that. And I'm waiting for Keith to drop me my code of uh, Star Ocean, the second story R. So once that I get that, that'll be what I, my priority is. But I'm in no rush. <laughs> I had someone ask you today if I played RPGs. I go, yeah. And he goes, well, have you played like Skyrim or Fallout? I'm like, I played Fallout, but not Skyrim. He goes, why not? I was like, I just never had the time. And he goes, and I probably don't have the time now. And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> so, but uh, uh, the Splatfest was interesting. It, I, uh, I won't go into it because you guys know what happened, but. Last Friday was not a good day for me. Oh, okay. And, and so, naturally, I tried to get rid of my frustrations by playing Splatoon 3. Well, ah, that's a mistake. Wrong. I lost my first eight matches in a row. <laughs> Yikes. Oof. When you, when you gain a rank by losing, something's wrong. Wow. Like, the long way. The long way around, as Doctor Who would say. I got that rank the long way around. Uh, Saturday was better. But I swear, every time I'm in a tricolor battle, it never goes my way. Like, I lost every tricolor battle I was in this this time around. And, I mean, I was on the two-person side and the four-person side. When I'm on the two-person side, the team in the center is a boss. When I'm on the four-person side, the two side teams are the bosses. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. I lost one. I kid you not by less than one percent and it only happened because i died in like the last 10 seconds and then that last 10 seconds because i was cleaning house that's all it needs that's all it, takes. That's all it needs that's all it takes and yet in the end it didn't matter because ghosts won baby <laughs> doc j dunk on it like boom <laughs> I'm just happy it's not zombies. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad it's that. And I, I guess we'll probably just go into it right now because, right. like, th this Splatfest was quite something. And as, as again, uh, Todd was a ghost. Um, me and Scott were were a skeletons, and there was just, the stats is quite interesting to say the least. So uh, I'm putting it up right now. Again, the sneak peek. Uh, ghost got the, the sneak peek preview of 34 percent. The con shows the total votes. I mean, I should should have expected this, but yeah, uh, Ghost got the majority vote of sixty three percent, which is like that's like wow. But the most thing that I'm actually kind of surprised that people actually prefer zombies over skeletons, nineteen percent to seventeen percent, which is like so weird. yeah, skeleton had the the lesser of the vote unfortunately. But here's the most interesting fact: in the cloud matches, open and pro league went to skeletons. 
East were, were 33 and 35 percent in, in both open and pro league. So yeah, skeletons, we were fighting like devils in that first half. <laughs> we were fighting like the literal devils and possessed. But of course, naturally, in the end, it all matters is the tricolor turf war battles, which team goes got with 33.81 percent, while secondly, skeleton is 33.46 percent. So it was a point four diff, nearly a, about a point four difference. Which is absolutely crazy. So yeah, we had skeletons at the first half, but in the end, uh, the tricolors for vote is what tipped scales. And yeah, I mean, I'm glad that sh- yeah, zombies didn't get any points at all. Yes, they didn't have at any. <laughs> they didn't points. deserve it. They didn't deserve the points. <laughs> yes, after like five shiver wins in a row, which again, I, I, I like she looks good in the Halloween, but no, we do not care for zombies. Thank you. At least she didn't get any points for that one. But it's just so ironic as well because I, in my my on my side of the, the tricolor turf war the battles, I actually had many uh, same team matchups in tricolor turf war, and we had the lowest pop vote, which is kind of the most interesting thing. Like I'm not sure how many matches you got, uh, Todd, in, in Team Ghost because again you had the majority vote. But yeah, even if you still had the small, uh, even the the lesser um, popularity vote, you still get mirror matches. So that's kind of the most interesting I have discovered this past weekend. So uh, I had at least two because I remember it because I'm like, oh, I mean, oh yeah, G- G- Team Ghost is winning, but I'm still losing. So how is this right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair, dang it. I mean, each, yeah, even though you like with each matches, even I, I personally won like two times 100 matches. It's just like in the end, it really is a very small percentage given the entire Splatoon fan base that's playing during that weekend. So it's like really, really minor. I mean, it, it helps it, like, tick, tick a little bit, like maybe a point ten ten percent or n percent. But yeah, it's it's just very minor. But overall, like yeah, this Blackfoot was very close. And if we actually had that tricolor, yeah, we finally give Fry a second win. But oh well, Oogie Boogie won, and Big Man got it. So I'll give it that one and much yeah. at least. As a big man myself. Six two, six three with the fro. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's always true. have to count the fro. <laughs> always. It's a. I mean, with, what am I without it, Scott? I mean, this is just the truth. Like people think, like Todd, you're such an arrogant host, but I am humble about my looks. I am ugly as heck, but my fro. No. Is, my fro is. My fro is. <laughs> all right, my fro is god tier. All right. So I, I as a, I have to include it in my in my overall height, or otherwise, what's the point of having it? So, <laughs> also how very, my faith so sounded like my mom right there, like no, <laughs> but mom, I'm ugly. No, Todd, no. not. <laughs> yeah, I actually got them to hesitate on saying that on Sunday. I was, we were talking about my hair, and I'm like, well, I am nothing without it. And she goes, well, it is a nice piece of hair, Todd. And I'm like, so wait, you're saying I am ugly? Thank you, Ooh. mom. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Don't she you always... love when your parents slip up like that? Yeah, well, it's harder It's harder with my mother than my father because my father will just do like a blunt joke to diffuse things. And mom will, mom's usually the one who's really quick on the in- uptake like you were right there. So, mm. yeah, I do appreciate you being there for me, Faith, even though you're lying. So <laughs> I am not lying. I am no liar. Well, I mean, technically, it's not a lie if you believe it's the truth, technically. I don't believe it's the truth. Wait, so wait, you, you don't believe it's the truth? No, I do believe it's the truth, but you're saying that I'm, I'm lying. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you and your child psychology. <laughs> yes, I am a child, after all. The child of 34. <laughs> As of time you're hearing this. Because, by the way, it's my birthday. Yay! Happy birthday! Clap, 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 clap. 
Thank you, thank you. I am so old. <laughs> I Don't worry, I'll be with you next month. Yeah. <laughs> we can drink our old guy drinks together. <laughs> and, and I'll still blast you for your anime that you watch. Moving on. Uh, so, yeah, uh, most of us have been playing Splatoon. But aside from that, uh, Will, have you been playing anything else? Uh, if There is one more thing, and of course I'm going to get myself judged because of this, but yes, due to the recent event in Overwatch of Seraphim, no. the, the K-pop group, I have actually gone back to Overwatch 2. I know, I know, I have not bought the skins yet. And... Don't you say yet! <laughs> <laughs> I know, should I go and like give into the K-pop fan, but like again, it's like... But yeah, it's like playing the the little um the Seraphim K pop event in Overwatch 2. Like it's fine, it's fine. But the fact again you have to play so much, a little bit like finish up eleven challenges to get the free junkrat skin. And of course, naturally, if you want to get the entire bundle of of Seraphim with the with the gals, that is gonna cost you a little uh, let's see if I remember correctly, a little less than 50, 50 bucks. So yeah, unfortunately Power that's it. the monot the aggressive <laughs> monetization. monetization. Oh, dang it. I Monetization. Monetization. Thank you. Thank you, the host. That's why I'm the host. So, yeah, so there's that. So, so aside from that, of course, I'm actually finished up, finished up with the Fall Guys uh, basic thing. But also uh, kind of going back into a little bit of um of uh, Disguise 7, which, of course, if you check out the Accolade trailer that was released from Nepo ET Software, we actually got the Indian Clades trailer. So, yes, yay. Clack, clack, clack. Again, all, all credits go to Scott. He made the review. So, yes. Yeah. Thank you very much, Scott, for the review that we actually made to get into the accolades. Yay, trailer, so. this yeah. guy. <laughs> and, and I know what you're thinking, like, what does that really mean? It means a lot, because if nothing else, they're going to say, wait, who's the Outer Haven? And then they might look us up. And, it's like, even a couple hundred thousand people look at it, and we get maybe a couple hundred people checking out our site. That's good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Any kind of traction, any kind of traction, please give us views. Sadly, my review was not mentioned in the Super Mario Brothers Wonder Accolades trailer, but possibly because I only gave it a 4 out of 5. Maybe. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, scores matter. I suppose they could have just taken one of my quotes where I praised the Wonder Flower or whatever. There was room, Nintendo. <laughs> you've, yeah, had, yeah. You've, had the, you've had the review for about a week now so you have no excuse i'll give you have lots of excuses but still <laughs> so yeah yeah overall again prop pro, going back to the disguise seven so again props to the accolades trailer thank you nipo ET software thank you very much and as well going lastly uh, just going back into uh what my mobile games of nikkei goddess of victory which is the one year anniversary of the of the game and there's a lot of good freebies all, all goodies if you want if you want to join in as either a veteran or a newbie and uh yeah i just want to say please uh nikkei god are jesus please give me red hood already i want that character it was bad enough like okay I, like i had some very good well tw twisted luck to say the least because i i, ha I managed to get some good pose but then like there's a purple pole turns gold but it's not the character that i wanted it's like okay no. twist the fate and much like please rng give me red hood but i digress but it's i, I just... didn't realize you were a jason fan <laughs> <laughs> oh wrong red hood my bad <laughs> it's a different thing, a different thing, but yeah. Oh, oh, but again, the character, the character of Red Hood, by all, I, I, props to Yoko Hikasa of the Japanese voice acting, just acting nailing the, the hit, and um, the, also props to the English voice acting as well. Red Hood, really good, and just yeah, this is how a mobile game should treat its fans. I mean, sure, it's a little bit on a monetization here and there, <laughs> but like this. Uh, hello, look, I'm looking at you, Genshin Impact. This is how you treat an anniversary event. You give them plenty of freebies, not just a safeguard, like 10 gem or something like that. 
So, take notes, Gunshin, and take notes, Fate Grand Order. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, props to you, uh, Shift Up Studios, uh, VK. Congrats to your uh, one-year anniversary. So, yeah. And also, yeah, quick, quick one thing as well. I'm just very glad they actually ha- included a minigame, which is basically essentially um, uh, Vampire Survivor slash Hollow Cure, which is absolutely perfect Shift, get, shift Up Studios. That was perfect addition of a minigame. And I hear hoping that you actually make it as a mainstay or sell it as a separate game, because that is a perfect uh, survival game in the, in this field. I mean, yes, many from Hollow Cure to those Vampire Survivors and all that. But yeah, this... Um, yeah, memory of a goddess is basically their the name of it is absolutely perfect i'm i'm totally addicted to it so yeah overall yeah great 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 stuff great stuff all right scott outside of splatoon what have you been enjoying so i've been going through honkai star rail ah okay okay yeah, i mean yeah. i already did most of the events and stuff i've just been grinding a lot for relics uh they got jinglu yeah i got jinglu but i didn't get topaz i don't I needed more of a Jinglu than a Topaz because I already have a bunch of hunt characters. I just have like hardly any destruction characters. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. So I've been grinding so many ice artifact relics and it's, oh, it's a pain. I hate yep, relic grinding. Yep, yep. All the good artifacts you get is not the one that I want. <laughs> yep, yep. And I've been starting to play uh, This Way Madness Lies again. Due to a fun little initiative they did at Halloween called uh, Tricker Game, uh-huh. where if you're lucky, you got a free code for the game. And I got a free code for the Switch version. So I've been oh, going nice, through that nice, again. Nice. <laughs> Which I really high recommend, anyways. Um, this Way Madness Lies is now on Nintendo Switch, and it plays really well, and it's really cheap. So go get it. <laughs> Other than that, I haven't really played much. That's fine. That's fine. Faith, how about you? Did you play Splatoon 3 over the weekend? I didn't because I was sick and didn't feel like doing anything. Fair enough. Um, We've all been there. Yeah. Um, so I haven't played a lot lately. I'm trying to think. I think I've only played two games, and one is obvious Disney Room Valley um, because they just did their showcase. And so I'm trying to basically they're, have, they're introducing multiplayer on December 5th in the new content update. And so now I'm realizing just how bad my valley looks. And I'm trying to make it look good before anybody tries to come over. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm working on that. Um, And then I've been getting into um, Dead by Daylight. And I really like, um, and that's like all I've been playing. Because Mm -hmm. I haven't had much time for games outside of work. So, but yeah. That's fine. You, You play what you can. Like, I... Honestly, outside of Splatoon, I haven't been doing much because I've been just trying to get a bunch of work done so that I can enjoy uh, 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 Star Ocean once I get it and mm-hmm. uh, enjoy my birthday weekend and everything. So I've, I've been having my, I've had my, mo- my mm-hmm. grindstone outside of Splatoon. And of course, that didn't go as planned. I did get the champion, which I'm happy about. That's, like, that's my goal. If I could play enough and win enough or lose enough in this case to get the champion, I'm good. <laughs> it always sucks, though, when I get on a roll. Every time, it seems like my team abandons me. Or like, yeah, the, or, or yeah. the map, new maps hit, and that resets everything. And I'm like, suck. Yeah. Every time, I'm like, okay, we're on a three, three match roll. Let's keep going. And then team abandons me. I'm like, but we're doing good. <laughs> or, or the new maps hit. I'm like, no. Every time I lose with the team, I back out and I, I get a new team because I'm like, get the refresh. Yeah, exactly. the refresh. If you can't win a map, and there were times I was the top dog, and I 
would lose. And I'm like, no, if I can't win with me on top, do- uh, top dog, it's the other people that suck. So, <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is arrogance. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if like, uh, I just curious, Todd, what, what, what's, what's primary at the moment right now for Splatoon 3? Uh, Spider Shot. Ah, okay, to use the standard. Uh, first, I, I have been actually improving on the Spatana. Spatana. That, yeah. That's the one. That's um, I, I'm not above, you know, whatever, whatever weapon works for you, but it's just, I seem to always be the one to just try and cover turf. And the yeah, Spider yeah, Shot yeah. is beautiful. It's basic. I like the weapons with the Trizuka and the bombs. You know, it works for me. I cover a lot of ground, and that's how I usually get all my points. I, I Especially since people don't Realize you can ink your home base. Yeah, ink <laughs> your home turf. So yeah, like I don't, I go simplistic, but simplistic works for me. That's all I need. I'm a, I am a cheap date. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not afraid to say that. I, uh, even though I could, you know, just like devour. I mean, heck, you're talking to a guy who's also had to splash out Juno for many years in the original games. So yeah, I go. understand. I understand. Yeah, it, it's it's not about you know what works, it's about what works for you. Okay. Like I wouldn't want the roller because I just it, it would just feel so weird and and yeah other people are using like masters and I hate that I was talking with Faith during one of my sessions it's like I feel like I'm facing assassins every game and she, goes, <laughs> she goes I feel that I feel I feel that time <laughs> uh huh so all right now we are going to head over to the news because we have some very interesting things to discuss so it's time to go down the warp pipe. And first, Team Ghost won the Splatfest. Oh, yeah. Doubt my ghosts, why don't you? <sighs> you could say you had zero chance. Ah! <laughs> but my son ghost is number of a one. Chance. R, 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 R. I know. I know. But uh, I, I found, I don't know, I just found that you, you and Scott's team trying to beat me was quite humorous. <laughs> I just thought of that one. I was gonna make a femur joke. I'm like, how do you make a femur joke? I'm like, oh wait, there's a bone called the humerus. There you go. See, I remember biology, some of it. <laughs> okay, but aside from that, obviously, we had a very important episode from Sakurai, uh, Faith's favorite person outside of Jared Padalecki. And mm-hmm. yeah, see, she she knows the truth. And we finally got the history. Of the shore you can <laughs> okay seriously though i did enjoy that one because <laughs> it was interesting and we saw it with the game retro game master playthrough that the shore you can in the first game was broken oh yeah oh yeah for sure for sure yeah, it's like but you but the point was that you know it was hard to do but and if you did it you could like kill a person in three moves i'm like oh okay like that that sounds like a good cheat code it was pretty much is the basic formula every even all the way up to street fighter 4 like whatever you do i don't get no what you do oh, always easy to show you can just like really helps out yeah 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 so that was that was a good video i do recommend watching them but we did get the history of super smash brothers ultimate and ladies and gentlemen we have talked about sakurai so gosh dang much on this podcast much to the chagrin of faith and by the way, Faith, what what character did Sakurai make that you love? Kirby. That's right. Good for you. <laughs> I've grown so much. Yes, you have. <laughs> thank thank God. Or Sakurai. Um, <laughs> or both. But 
if you if anyone ever wishes to doubt the commitment of Sakura after all the stuff we've told you about over the years and the, and the things he's done, let this video be the final nail in your coffin. Because do you want to know the day that he made the pitch for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? It was the day that Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and 3DS wrapped up! Yup. <laughs> they literally made the final video, like, showcasing Bayonetta, who was the final character. And, well, was she the final character? Good, because she was the pole one. Yeah, she was the pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bayonetta she was the final was the character. Yeah. So they did yeah, a video yeah. recapping like all the characters in the end of the game. He made a 200-page doc during that point, and then when they dropped that video was when he made the pitch to Nintendo for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. He had no days off between the two games. He went right from one to the other. That's Daddy Sakurai. Mm-hmm. Never doubt him again. <laughs> Okay. This is why we know he deserves the time of not having to work on Smash for a little bit. Yeah, making an excellent YouTube series. <laughs> yes. But now you might be wondering, why did he do that? Well, the reason was that in each of the Smash Brothers game, he basically had a new team every single time because of various transitions, the time in between, etc., etc. But with this case, because Bandai Namco basically was the main squad behind Wii U and 3DS, he knew that if he started the next game now he could keep most of the Bandai Namco team together, which obviously would help with the transition <laughs> and various other things. And in fact, making Smash Brothers Ultimate was the very last request that Mr. Iwata, rest in peace, ever gave to him. So you could say he was kind of motivated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, seriously, the everything you want to know about this game is, is there, including why did he do Everyone Is Here? Well, it's because he knew he, he had to skip out on some characters the last time because of tech parameters with uh, the Wii U and 3DS. That's why the Ice Climbers weren't there. And ironically, there were only seven characters missing from game to game. <laughs> but that was enough. <laughs> so, And he said, hey, if we're not going to do it now, we're probably never going to do it. So that's why he came up with the Everyone Is Here concept. And he talked about uh, like the tech requirements, having to redo lots of things. He talked about how we got World of Light versus some of, some of the other things. You might have thought like, oh, this is like some grand idea he had. No, it was literally the idea that he thought could make work in the time he had left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that as well, like uh, like the replacement of trophies with the spirits, which again, that's like fine. I miss the trophies, but at the same time, like the, the spirits themselves with stickers and all that was just perfect. And of course, naturally, at once after the main project was done that they move on to the DLC, which that adds like, I think two more years of development time to that game yep. before it officially <laughs> finished up. And yeah, just like he even said himself, like they're, they're, uh, we've, we mentioned as, as well mentioned I many times over is like, there will never be another smash Bros game to this scale ever in the future, unless yep. they really, really want to try it. But it's highly <laughs> unlikely. Yeah, and even Sakurai himself said, I'm not sure how I would top this. You know, not that he said he couldn't because he didn't think he could top, <laughs> like, you know, Brawl or Ultimate or Melee. Or, sorry, Brawl or Wii 3S and Melee. And yet he did. So the question becomes, you know, what can you do next? And honestly, I don't have an answer. <laughs> not honestly, yet. Luckily, don't touch it's perfection. Not our job. You, you don't touch perfection. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I mean, the game to me wasn't perfection, but it was. It's dang close. How do you yeah, make okay, a perfect, okay, okay, better perfect. online service? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, yeah. And not everyone was a fan of World of Light. I mean, I know a certain person yeah. in Shatterverse who had some very controversial opinions about World of Light, including the theme mm. song for it. Like, how dare you not like that, Tyler? Come on. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Let's name drop him. 
But I'm uh, sure some people would have liked it more akin to Subspace Emissary. Yeah. I, I love Subspace Emissary. I'm fortunate I'm not with one of those people. But yeah, World of Light is like a little bit. Eh. Yeah. I liked it. I really did. I mean, I, I put it right, and I was, but I was also a big fan of Subspace Emissary, which not everyone liked. Also, so <laughs> you know, so, so it's a lot of taste in games. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all about what works for you, and that's just the way that it that it happens, and that's fine to an extent. Um, but. He even he said you know he doesn't know how he would top it and to be clear he did not say that they weren't they he was working on the next one like that he even said he went right from Smash Brothers Ultimate to this YouTube channel, which is awesome. So, you know if he does get contacted, let's let's be honest, he probably will. Yeah. Who else uh, would you contact if you wanted Smash? Yeah, I mean he 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 didn't confirm anything, but he also didn't deny anything, and he also said that who knows what might happen next. So, we shall uh, we shall we shall see where that goes. But trust me, go watch that and see all the details he put into it because he almost had to do some hard cuts. To, he almost to make did all... until he realized the Nintendo Switch had some massive compression. Yeah. Yes, like... the fact that actually managed to put that put the entire game in a in a sixteen sixteen gigabyte uh, cartridge was I think it was what it was. Yeah, it was sixteen compared to twenty five for the Wii U. Yep. But because of compression rate, he got to bring in all the music for a fourth of what he thought he had to. So, like, that's pretty impressive. Like, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to have to do this much. No, it's only like a fourth of that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, compression technologies. <laughs> Whatever works. So, in the end, Sakurai's a boss. Don't ever doubt him again, okay? <laughs> like, oh, and, and he reiterated on the pandemic issues, which we already talked about in the previous episode. But... Like still, that had to, that wor- that weighed on him, and you 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 could just tell that, you know, he was happy to take a break from Smash Brothers, <laughs> you know, going from one game right to the next, plus the DLC, which took three years basically to get done because of pandemic woes and other things, you know, that it was a lot, <laughs> it was a lot, so enjoy enjoy your YouTube channel, you deserve it. All right, let's talk about it. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, Sega, ladies and gentlemen. Do we have to? I know. We don't. Sega. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is interesting because over the last year, there's no denying that Sega has been on a roll of sorts with Sonic Frontiers and, to a lesser sense, lesser extent, Sonic Superstars because I got decent enough reviews. And I just saw a post on Twitter saying like it's had its best financial quarter in like a decade or something like that. So good for them. But this has brought some very interesting statements to light from Sega. And this is an official statement on the Sega website. We have it up with the link. You can find it yourself. yourself. This comes from Sega Executive Director Osamu Ohashi. And he said, and I quote, Simply put, I want to surpass Mario. Sonic is a game that was originally developed to compete with Mario, and it still hasn't achieved that goal. Our goal is to catch up and surpass Mario because we respect Mario. I want Mario to... Oh, sorry. I want people to play it all over the world, including Japan, like Mario, and I want the movie to be a bigger hit than Mario. (laughs) I would like USJ, that's Universal Studios Japan, uh, not the USJ from My Hero Academia, (laughs) to create a Sonic... I thought it was a good joke, by the way. I'm just saying. Uh, To create a Sonic area as well. That's our goal for those of us who who love Sonic, end quote. Um, And now, to quote Marsha Brady, sure, Jan... (laughs) 
<laughs> like the only thing I would give props to Sega is is with the movie. Like yes, the movie I again love Jim Carrey, love it, and the fact you bring Shadow into the into the third I, one is perfect. wanted to be Shadow. Yes, <laughs> and all that. So that's pretty much like what you got a good side, good like standings with in the movie at the moment right now but and of course the last great sonic game was either be with mania or frontiers okay i'll give you that much but like one you did this thing try, try this thing 20 years ago and yeah see how that happened it costed you a, a, a console and just like with the recent, especially with the recent announcement, with like, what was that? I don't even remember the, the Sonic game that Sonic that was recently announced for the Apple Arcade. What was this game again? I know it was in our press letter. I'm sorry, <laughs> but, but but yeah, like you, the fact you put this thing on a mobile game, like on Apple Arcades, is like it's called the Sonic Dream Team. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, but our boss Cooper Keith pretty much said it perfectly. Just bring in the t- indie developers that actually care about the game of Sonic and just let them handle it. But no, you gotta choose this different route and auto be <laughs> Pachikos and all that. I don't know. It's like, yeah, you want to compete with Mario? At, re reinspect yourself first. I'm sorry, reinspect yourself. Faith, do you have any thoughts on this? I really didn't know that this happened until now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you pay, I, pay attention to our Discord channel. Well, okay, so you know it's been kind of crazy because the other day my mom asked me, she's like, "Hey, what were people dressing up as for Halloween on social media?" And I just look at her and I'm like, "Mom, I won't be honest. I haven't checked half the stuff on my phone, and I don't know how long—at least a week." <laughs> so I didn't even know that this happened, but that's wild. That sounds like the whole thing with um, what was it, Microsoft? Sounds kind of like that, the whole email thing that went out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it, kinda, right, right, it made right, me right. think of that all over again, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least Nintendo didn't do the audacity of saying, Sonic's best place is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, so here's my thoughts on this. Um, I'm going to quote Dr. Robotnik now. How about that? Uh, it's nice to dream, but dreams are meant to be. <laughs> broken okay look in all seriousness this was for a recruiting website apparently the recruiting part of sega's website but there's a difference between saying hey we want to bring sonic back to his former glory which is something the fans have been asking for for decades and then saying we want it to surpass mario you i don't know like that's uh mm. (laughs) i'm struggling that's that's not a good thing look (laughs) Again, it's nice to dream. It really is. Like, and, and there is no denying that in very specific fields of combat, Sonic owns Mario, specifically in the animated series world. Like, can, how many Mario animated series has there been? One? And yeah, it's, it's iconic in its own way, but no, it does not hold up. But you could look at the original Sonic the Hedgehog series. You can look at Sonic X. You can look at Sonic Boom, ironically enough. You can look at the, the Sonic Prime over on Netflix. Like that one was very well received, and it's like getting a second season or something like that. So, and then of course the first two Sonic movies, you know, like those were huge. Like those helped mm-hmm. those those along with Detective Pikachu helped redefine video game movies, and that's a fact. 
and then Last of Us took that to Emmy nominations. <laughs> <laughs> but that, well, let's be honest, that was just because of Pedro Pascal. All right, I like that dude <laughs> can do no wrong. But anyway, and like it's nice to say like, oh, I want you know Sonic to be to have a better movie than Mario. Well, that's a nice dream, but you had two chances and you didn't even get close to a billion dollars. Mario got to a billion dollars in his first try with a movie that had to have Chris Pratt in it for no one knows what reason. So you, and just to be clear, and I know I know some per, someone out there in the Shadowverse will prove this, Ben Schwartz is better than Chris Pratt. <laughs> ben Schwartz actually knows his video game character. You're welcome. <laughs> Shut up, Chris Pratt. Um, but... Even just ignoring that, because let's be honest, no one expected the Mario movie to get a billion dollars. All right, <laughs> that's just fact. But that also shows that even with two movies, Sonic didn't have the faith of the fans as much as Mario does with his iconic status. And remember, it got to close to a billion before it even came out in Japan, which is where you would expect it to pull in like you know One Piece numbers in terms of the in those movies like if you don't get that joke one piece does really well in japan all right like there's a reason it's had what 13 movies <laughs> 13 movies across a thousand episodes of a tv show like okay um but to say oh we want to still want to surpass mario is just so unrealistic in case in point look at what we just had two weeks ago sonic superstars came out kind of lukewarm let's be honest here you know, it wasn't a bad game, but it wasn't a great game. It wasn't like Sonic, <laughs> it wasn't like Sonic Mania when that one came out. And like, this is yeah. what Sonic game should be. Yep, 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 yep. And then what happens? Three days later, Spider-Man comes out. And I'm sorry, wrong one. Uh, Mario comes out. <laughs> the other game. No, the <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Sonic didn't stand a chance against either of them. Okay, that's no, just, that's basically against that's just, Who are you going to go up against? A legendary plumber or a couple of Spider-Men? Um, pass. Runs away. Um... <laughs> But Mario comes out, everyone's raving about it. It's almost sold a million in Japan alone, if not already a million in Japan alone in two weeks. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, we, we only know physical sales right yeah. now. Yeah. So digitally, let's be honest, probably as close to a million just in Japan. So, you know, out, out doing all sorts of sales records and whatever. And that's not even including this little thing called uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Which was mm. Game of the Year nomination, and yes, we know that Wonder could be Game of the Year nominated, but like right now, we don't know. Like that was Game of the Year nominated, genre-defining title in many ways. Proof that Mario has still got it. Uh, legendary song with Jump Up Superstar. Love that song. Still love that song. And you know what? What, what was like the last tally? Like almost thirty million sold or something like that. Sonic Frontiers got three million, and it was considered legendary because no sonic game had done that before like not even the classic sonic titles had apparently done that before no and they're saying like oh we want him to surpass mario so that means you're gonna have 2d titles that are gonna be potential game of the year nominees you can have 3d titles that are game of the year nominees and sell like dozens of millions of copies you're gonna have a billion dollar movie you're going to have, you know, name recognition all over the world. Okay, I'll, I'll admit, I think Sonic does have name recognition all over the world. He does, he does. Again, like, again, it's the fact that he's more or less second to Mario yeah. in terms of iconic sh yeah. iconship. Yeah. And, and you know, I I'm sorry, but as, as sad as it sounds, there will always be a number two. But the difference is what you do with your number two status. Okay? 
Like, there are companies that are number two in the world, but people like them more than number one. They might be the top dog, but you're still doing your job, and you're doing it very, very well. Sega can't say that up until a year ago. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the truth. And now that they've had a 3D success and a 2D success, potentially, based on what we've heard, now the question is, okay, now top that. Because that's what Nintendo does with Mario all the gosh dang time, with the exception of Paper Mario. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you heard me. Paper Mario's were good, and then after that, it was... Uh... Yeah, different you, story. You heard me, Mario. You heard me, Nintendo. Yeah, All I think right. that's probably the, the niche market they got to attack to. Yeah, a Sonic RPG. That's probably be great. <laughs> they, did, they, they did that actually. Remember, uh, Dark Brotherhood with Bioware. Dark oh, Brotherhood oh, yeah, was great. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Well, great might be debatable, but uh, <laughs> it, it, well, at least it wasn't Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> it's great to me. Yeah, it's great. It's great to me. Dang it, it's great to me. So. A lot of people are going to take this all thousand different ways, and I even joked about like this is going to be like the re spark the the console works. And oh wait, Sega doesn't make consoles anymore. So and there's your further proof. Mario is the icon that moves consoles. Sonic doesn't have a console anymore. He doesn't. He has a brand he can help move, and there are people excited for you know Sonic Hedgehog three or Sonic Frontiers two and whatever happens next after Sonic Superstars. But it ain't close to what Mario has. Mario has spin-offs that sell more than Sonic Frontiers has. Mario Mario Party Superstars so outsold uh Sonic Superstars and it did it in a fraction of the time. Yeah, Mario... Sonic Team Racing is getting nowhere near Mario Kart. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they've tried. I mean they've tried like they did like the hoverboard thing, and then they did the cars, they did transformed. So you know. Sega, it's nice to want to revive the old days of, you know, it's Mario versus Sonic, you know, for the power of, you know, the, the crown of the gaming universe, except it's not. It's just not. Got a ways to go. <laughs> even, even if you go fast. <laughs> you can't speed run the competition unless yeah, you're also, it's it, That's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, also, as Death Battle proved, Mario is technically faster than Sonic. <laughs> just saying and uh, and mario beat sonic in a fight <laughs> so only took 100 episodes to prove it <laughs> so also go scooby-doo uh so yeah I, I appreciate your scandalous statement sega but let's just let's just keep it in check all right focus on just focus on just making good sonic games and then decide hey maybe we should try and you know go after mario again you won't it won't work but you know, we do appreciate an effort, at least a little. <laughs> hey, maybe they should just do better than their other Sonic games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, they, they did just, they just announced that Dreams one, right? So maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one, that one that's only available on Apple Watch or something. Apple no, Arcade. that's the Sonic yeah. Dream Team. Yeah, yeah, that one. <clears throat> so, yay, you got Apple money, I guess. Kinda. Let's move on. And speaking of, gotta go fast. Bye, Faith. Wait, what is what is what is Sonic's like phrase? Is it gotta go fast? Yeah, gotta go fast. Or gotta yeah, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. I thought he had another one. Well, I mean, he has. You're too slow. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking. I was gonna say one of them, but then I'm like, but wait. Or if you look like really hard into the camera, 
You say it with as much venom as you can. No one touches the hogs, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. I'm hopping out, guys. You're gonna do great. We know. <laughs> Bye. User disconnected from your channel. I appreciate that Scott got the hogs, dogs reference. <laughs> Sonic loves chili dogs. Yeah. See, there you go. Make a Sonic Chili Dog game, like where he's like, like he's doing like the July Fourth uh, hot dog eating contest. Like, let's, let's make a game where Sonic is eating a whole bunch of uh, hot dogs. I bet you he can eat more hot dogs than Mario. I I, I would feel comfortable in that statement. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And then if he has to go to the bathroom, you know he can go really quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, let's talk about uh, Super Mario RPG. How about that? Mm, mm, mm. Because we recently, as in recently, I mean today, uh, time's recording, we got uh, a whole bunch of previews went out for Super Mario RPG Remake that's coming up. And the previews are saying that it's easily one, it's easily the best version of the game. It plays just how it should, but looks better, has some new features, and you will want to play this when it comes out on november 17th yep in two weeks time <laughs> and yes yeah, <laughs> yeah like as well as like beforehand before from the previous as well they um the japanese uh nintendo of japan actually released an overview trailer of this game and just basically showed up a lot of stuff like regarding to like the the new revamp graphics seeing all these characters in full flesh 3d models in the like animated cutscenes, seeing bowser as the the, the goofiness of it all, and of course, naturally seeing Gino, the gameplay of it all, <laughs> just they showed up a lot, including like cluing it of course the battles, like the tech mechanics, the the time attacks, just a lot. And of course, naturally, at, they also queued in well, uh, uh, spoilers for a 20, 20, 30 year old game. Uh, they did clue in that possibly another uh hidden boss will be coming back, but even there's gonna be an extra something else of that. So the hidden boss is there, but apparently it's gonna be something more, yeah. and it. Just a lot of things up and showed up, of course, naturally. Uh, what we already know already is you can switch up between either the classic NES music or the modern uh, Switch music, as well as just just a whole lot of features, to say the least. It's just, it's it's nuts. It's just... I, I got I got you back on this one. So there's going to be a new bestiary for you to learn about everything. Mm -hmm. There will be a new level-up screen. So there'll be a stage instead of the pipes. You're going to... Uh, like Paper Mario, you know, the good ones, you can actually swap party members mid-battle. So I know a lot of people are going to appreciate that feature. And then, as you said, there might be a new boss fight for us to go and enjoy. And, and uh, of course, that is included with the boss rush mode that you'll be able to do at the end of the game. And the tri, and the, the tri attacks, uh, the trios attacks, sorry. And even Nintendo said that there will be new cutscenes in the game so that you'll see even more of Gino. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> Sakurai, please put Gino in Smash Brothers. <laughs> like now now people will understand like why many people are like, why does one people want Gino in Smash Brothers? Like uh, now they will understand that now they will know the reason. You will know and... the most name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just absolutely great to see like how like yeah, from the previous, uh, yeah. Now I remember what I was about to say because, like, even uh, from a check on the previous as well, like they even kept definitely some of the same localization uh, script from the original game, like with the whole "I forgot my bazooka at home" from that one in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> and like, please, oh please, let them keep the Jackie Chan reference, please. I want that. And, <laughs> and that, please. 
as a supporter of Michelle Yeoh, I do not. But uh, if, you, if you know, you know. But uh, <laughs> I will say that they did keep the you found peaches triple question mark thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying. And of course, they also brought back. Yeah, they also have a, a, a full 3D model of Link actually sleeping in one of the beds as well. So they kept a lot of the Easter eggs back here in this game. Yeah, and uh, you find the Samus helmet or the doll. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be interesting for sure. And I, again, I played the original game. I remember dreaming about playing the original game. I even told my SNES to my cousin who I had to beg to give it back just so I could play the game. Then I found out about ROMs, and then I couldn't get a ROM of Mario RPG. Then when I finally got the game on the Wii, I believe, I played about five of its levels, and it was just like, man, Paper Mario was better than this. <laughs> so <laughs> I stopped playing, and now I have a chance to play it again in much better graphical detail with certain improvements and yada yada. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So... I'm not saying it'll be like, you know, Game of the Year nominee, even though it could be technically, I suppose. I, but that'd be a stretch, to be honest. So, I mean, it's not. Uh, it's two not... Mario games and the Game of the Year nominees. No. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. We had Mario and Link in uh, 2017. So, yep. <laughs> like, that was considered huge. And we still had to have, uh, yeah, Tears of Kingdom and the and a Mario game to compete this year as well. So. <laughs> So, you know, as long as it's not Starfield. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the more the time passes, the less likely Starfield gets it. I'm just I'm just saying. But, yeah. you know, it's with Joff Keeley controversy is what he does. So and the winner is Starfield. You suck, Keeley. <laughs> All right. I would have some words. Oh, there will be so many words like we he, he's already a, a he, never mind. We're not doing this. I, we will do a rant on Joff Keeley as we get closer to the game awards. Uh, all right. Next up, this is one easily one of the biggest pieces of news of the week. Uh, the Pokemon Company announced that this Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Hidden Treasure of Area Zero Part 2 DLC, the Indigo Disc, dang, that's a long title, uh, <laughs> is coming out on December 14th. Finally. It feels like forever ago that these DLCs were announced and we're only just hearing about the second one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, th that was really the announcement. Like, they didn't drop a new trailer or whatever. They just said that, hey, it's coming out on the 14th of December. So be ready for that. And we will be. Uh, if you haven't read Faith's review of the Teal Mask, please go and check that out. And then, of course, this month, there will be the special uh, Scarlet and Violet bundle pack where you can buy the main game and the DLC, even though you still got to download the DLC, not on the cartridge, whatever. Uh, ours is not to wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't overthink about it. Wait a minute. Didn't Gojo just technically kill all of Japan? Don't think about it. <laughs> don't think about it. Um, he did. He totally did. Monster. But uh, also, Makuma totally should have won. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad that we finally got this release date. If for no other reason, then we could stop worrying about it. Because, you know, this generation hasn't been the one to exactly establish a lot of faith. <laughs> just being blunt there and even though i liked the teal mask um it ended kind of weirdly with a certain anime heel turn and uh, to mix metaphors and uh, you know there were still a lot of problems that were in the original game and now we're going to be going to a, an academy with a terrarium with potentially even more problems and i'm just worried because i have no doubt that this is going to be on the same like bug level as the as the first dlc in the main game 
I mean, it's been about a year, and like the same problems are still there. Mm, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's not going to change till they actually can, you know, patch the core. But that's going to be a while, and as they're just basically working on DLCs at this point. Yep. <laughs> yeah, where's that quality of life improvement uh, game break <laughs> after the DLC is complete? Like, so that's again, not what it... you said. That's not what you said. <laughs> Again, ours is not to wonder why. Actually, yes, it is. This time, it is absolutely our prerogative to wonder why. <laughs> All right? Like, seriously. Like, do, do better, Pokemon Company. Remember, this is not a Nintendo thing. This is Pokemon Company. All right? All right. Uh, but yeah, again, December 14th. So stay tuned for our review, which Faith will do once again. And it's kind of nice, actually, that I don't have to review everything. It's like, <laughs> I, had to, I had to think about, yeah, Faith did that one. Faith did that one. And she did great. So... Be on the lookout for that in a about six weeks' time, give or take. So, yeah, enjoy. All right, next up. Okay, this was a fun one. Famitsu did a poll about Tears of the Kingdom, you know, like six months later. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. I mean, if by this time, it's a it, long game. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many of us have actually beaten it? That's what I thought. Uh, actually, I'm taking a straw poll here. Will's beaten it. I beat it. I beat it. Scott? Yeah, that would require me to beat it. And yeah. I'll eventually do that, I'm sure, yeah. next year. <laughs> and uh, how, how close are you guys to being Xenoblade Chronicles 3? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I am all alone in my secret knowledge about a certain character, and I need to talk about it, but we can't talk about it because you guys haven't beaten the game. So, I digress. No, I do not. You need to beat it. But for me, it's held a poll about Tears of the Kingdom, and they asked various questions about the, the title, what they liked, what they didn't like, and blah, blah, blah. The, they asked who was the best character in the game, and Zelda won by overwhelming margins. Not surprising. That's well, I, mean, <laughs> I would say that, honestly, that is not surprising because it was her game, but you just don't know at times, you know, because even with her being the real focus of the story with the flashbacks, uh, like way, way back flashbacks, you know, people still like Link, or you know, they like Sidon, and Tulin got up was number three, which I thought was really interesting, uh, and so on and so forth. Ganon was eight, <laughs> so maybe this proves that maybe not everyone did like the muscular Daddy Ganondorf. So, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> not that maybe not uh, I'm just curious, like, well, how how did Apura rank? Uh, I will look that up. And gee, will I wonder why you're asking my Pura? Uh, because everyone's been talking about Pura, so I, I, I'm just basically asking the people's questions. Oh, sure, Will, sure. All right, uh, I'll just do top 10, because that's what they showed in the book. Okay, okay, okay. Top, number one, Zelda. Number two, Link. Number three, Tulin. Number four, Sidon. Number five, Riju. Number six, Pura. Number uh -huh. seven, Raru. Interesting. Eight was Ganondorf. Nine was Mineru. Ten was Addison. Addison? Addison? Which one's Addison? Is a son, so is it the daughter or I forgot? Uh, let me look it up. I don't remember that character. Tears of the Kingdom, Addison. Addison. Oh, that's the sign dude. Oh him. Oh him, him, him. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot he was the sign dude. I was just like, oh, it's that guy name. again. <laughs> I shall support you. <laughs> he has a name. <laughs> exactly. That's his name. So, yeah, that happened. You're welcome. Also, how is it possible that Master Koga is not in the top 10? All right. He wants to kill you to death. All right. <laughs> he likes bananas. I mean, how can you hate a guy who likes bananas? I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, that t top 10 gave him the slip. 
<laughs> so, but that wasn't the only thing that they pulled. They asked about which of the three areas, the surface, the sky, or the depths, did you uh, like the most? Would you like to make a guess? The depths. Scott? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One in three chance of being right. Oh. oh. <laughs> it was the surface, actually. Oh, okay. 58%. Of pollers of their which there were about thirteen hundred, uh, pulled the surface. Twenty two percent was the sky, and eighteen percent was the depth. So didn't like that at all. Oh <laughs> yeah, that is scary and a gloomy <laughs> and a whole lot to try to kill you. <laughs> so dark. It was so dark. I had to use how many of those dang light bulb plants or whatever. Light bulb seeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. This one should be very easy for you to guess. Enemy that left the biggest impression. <laughs> Here's a hint. They were quite handsy. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spawn hands, yeah. And Gleok was number two. So oh, yeah, the Gleok. That's perfect. not surprising. Those things, I didn't even dare go near those things because I didn't want to lose. <laughs> I was just like, oh, there's things are there. I'm, I'm out. Bye. So, uh, but yeah, oh, favorite ability was the Ultra Hand. That, that makes sense. Naturally. Totally, totally. Favorite Zonai device was the fan. Makes sense. I mean, of course, that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number two Just... was a searing stick. <laughs> uh, of course. Again, you gotta make Gundams out of it. Oh, wait, hold on. Actually, wow, they actually messed up the poll. They said... Hey, hold on, this doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm count I'm doing counts, and it's actually 1,800 votes. I'm not... Okay, they must have screwed this up. But uh, number three was the rocket, and I could totally understand that. Mm -hmm. no, I'm going to go for a ride. Uh, favorite sword... Sorry, sorry, favorite weapon was Master Sword. Favorite dish was the meat skewer. Okay, okay, okay. okay yeah, okay. why not? And favorite area was Hateno Village. Okay, fine. Be that way. So, <laughs> but I'm glad there's a lot of love for Zelda out there, because she, she deserved it. This really was the legend of Zelda, as we talked about many episodes past. And now just make her call up in a game outside of Wonder Gamer One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great job on that one, Scott. All right. Uh, next up, uh, today at time you're probably listening to this, WarioWare Move It has come out. Do not get me that for my birthday. <laughs> Serious. But on the positive side, the reviews have been very positive. Uh, actually, I will look it up right now. I had it up before. But they said that this was not just a return to form for the game, but easily one of the most fun you will have just doing simple mini games and getting your body involved and bringing in family. It's at 75 on Metacritic, which is actually pretty good. Okay, not bad, not bad, not bad. Yeah. So, you know, if it, it again, they said it's silly, it's wacky as all get out. You know, it's crazy what you do with these movements in the in the mini games you play, but that's part of the fun. <laughs> yeah, even like, of course, naturally, with like the last WarioWare game, they had many parodies with other Nintendo properties, including with Fire Emblem Three Houses. And yes, they do have a Fire Emblem Engage uh, mini game in this thing, regard to like <laughs> had to put the ring on uh, earlier uh -oh. correctly. <laughs> so yes, there is in-game jokes for for Nintendo in WarioWare. So yeah, you probably would like that. If you like it, then you gotta put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Engage earlier, just like making fun of its name. This, 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 this mini game just makes it all worth it. So, ah, yeah, good times. All right, and finally, even though this is not confirmed for Switch yet, I know that Will has been doing a lot of work on this. So, uh, Persona Three. Seriously, why aren't you announced for Switch yet? Like, 
<laughs> right? It, it is just no the most sense. baffling thing. Like, I, like we've been clamoring it for for months now. Like, again, we have Persona Five Royal, we have the Persona Four Golden, we have Persona Three uh, Portable on the Nintendo Switch already, and of course, naturally, Limited Run Games is doing a physical release for the game as well. So, yeah. yes, by all that, but like, yeah, Sega Atlas, what are you doing? Are you are you actually working on the Switch port, or are you just like having that time exclusive for the other console, the other other major consoles, including PC, to to release Persona Three uh, Reload? It's like, and of course, naturally, the whole the, the recent trailer is like, oh, we had the market for Xbox and PC first. No other, no no Sony, no PS4 Sony branding, not even anything else. It's specifically for Microsoft branding for advertisements, like. What is that? What is that supposed to be? We know it's coming up for the other systems. Why you gotta give the Microsoft the the spotlight treatment? It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's all part of Phil Spencer's plot to buy Nintendo. <laughs> first, first we take away the third party people who and make the gamers think, oh, it's not coming to Nintendo, so we have to buy an Xbox. And then what? Once Nintendo's stock falls, because as we all know, their future is in software, not hardware. Then we scoop them up at a <laughs> discount. It's the law of economics written by Cork. That's uh, right. It's the rules of acquisition. <laughs> Dang, Ferengi. By the way, I, how, how about the uh, console sales, Phil? How, how, how are those going for you? That's what, that's what I thought. It is just like, it, it just again, what the heck are you doing? But again, going back to what you're saying, we're going to Persona 3 Reload videos. Yes, I, I, I have them each and every, every single week. They have been releasing character trailers for the main cast. And recently they have released the queen herself, Mitsuru Kirijo. Yes. Uh, but again, voiced by Alicia Clark. If you know her, she's Shamir and Adortea in, in Three Houses. So a little reference there. Uh, yeah, yeah just... she voices really great women. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and again, uh, uh, and she's also pure, uh, fluent in French, and that's why he said it's c'est magnifique and, and très bien. And so, yes, it does shift it to be so again, the perfect pronounce enunciation, but props to you, Elliot Clark. But yeah, the character trailers for everyone at the moment right now is just everyone's just more or less a great, great acting for the most part. And the next trailer we'll be expecting on Monday will be Fuku Yamagishi, voiced by Susie Young. Uh, that, that's the next trailer we'll be expecting. So, like, just these trailers, just seeing all these ca- character highlights is just... It, it, it warms my heart since I played the, since I played the original and this thing just really nails it out of what they're ho- hyping for this coming February. And, of course, naturally, just continuing on with the Persona thing as well. Like, of course, naturally, they also... Atlas has released more videos on Persona 5 Tactica, which... Uh, I'm talking it, about that. I know, I know. That. But <laughs> we have to. Because it's again, almost here. It is the, o- the only game that is confirmed for Switch, which also... It's yes, dumb. Great, what? It's dumb. I mean, why do we get Tactica and not... Reload. Reload. I know. Oh I gosh. know. It's dumb, but I, I don't know. Maybe they're cooking. Maybe they're just holding up. I have no idea. But yes, that will be that game will be coming again. Horrible timing is also going to be released on the same day as a uh, Super Mario RPG. Like, <laughs> unless you got the capital, which I may probably double down. But of course, naturally as well. This month is also uh, like a dragon. Uh, the man who who erased his erased his name for Yakuza that coming out. I think next week. As well, you got you got like two, three major games this coming month. So yeah, Persona Five Tactica. As much as I want to play you and the whole XCOM style and all that tactical, I got my hands full for some RPG. So like yeah, but yeah, the trailers for for Persona Five Tactica showing off Lavenza as well as the DLC mission with uh Akechi and Kasumi for for the DLC mission is just 
it, it, again, pure fan service uh, if you love Persona 5. So if you like Persona 5, want to have one more outing <laughs> with the Persona 5 game, by all means, this game is probably good for you for Persona, for Nintendo Switch and the other consoles. Unless it's not. I'm just saying. Again, yes, Sega, Atlas, just put on Switch, just release Persona 3 Reload on Switch already. I'm waiting for that, please. Anywho, uh, I, I, I want... I'm going to play Persona 3 Reload either way. I've already requested it for the website on PC, unless they actually announce Switch eventually, then I'll just get it on Switch. But uh, my only experience with Mitsuru Kurijo was via Death Battle when they put her up against Ah, Okay, 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 okay. And so, you know, I knew about her and, like, her ties to Tartarus and everything, and I'm like, okay, she's a pretty cool character. And then once (laughs) I... Aha, uh-huh. okay, that was that was unintentional. All right, I mean, I could say she's ice, ice baby. Um, but w- seeing this trailer with her is interesting because she's clearly a very intelligent woman or young lady, I guess. Uh, they're, they're high school, but uh, she's clearly very intelligent. Like when she, that the section about wondering about what it means to be a true leader and like what's the right way to lead, and then you know speaking french in a japanese restaurant and like confusing the chef was hilarious a chef de cuisine and like oh what do you use what do you what is the ingredients they use for this bouillon bouillon what does that mean <laughs> yeah, exactly i mean we all know we all know that at least one person like that in our lives like they use all the big words and all that and it also makes me understand more why they had her against weiss in death battle because weiss is absolutely that way in some in some <laughs> but uh but yeah like she she's a person that I don't know if I would have gotten along with her per se, but I would at least. She has a very great character development throughout the game. I mean, not spoiling anything, but she has great character development. And that's all I can ask for. But like, like just, I would be so curious about her because, like, I'd be like, what, what is she really feeling on the inside? You know, like when she she did that speech at the beginning of her trailer about, you know, it's up to us to do better and blah blah blah. And your 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 best friend's like, wow, she's really into this. Do you have any idea what she's saying? Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. I would, a, I would want to un- try and understand her at least. I would put the effort in. <laughs> like it, once you like it, once you play the social and have the social links with everyone, it's just yeah. Again, you it, once you play the game, you understand why Persona Three has been is such a pivotal entry in the series. Well, and well, just it's the like, one that saved Atlas. Yep, yep, yep. That it did. That it did. So. Yeah, uh, the guy who made the series like we have to try something different. Everyone was mad about that. It was like, but guys, you don't realize this. We we don't understand. We tried the other stuff before and it didn't work. And we're about to go out of business unless we do something different. So we have to push all this other stuff, and then that's what works. So sometimes you do have to go the extra mile, even if it's you know fan servicey at times. Heck, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Final did, and it saved them. <laughs> um, technically. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, I would say that Fates was more fan servicey than Awakening. Uh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, Awakening was just really good story and gameplay. And then Fates was like, like, how can we crank this up? and like, <laughs> How, how, how can we it. make it into a giant love triangle? Story? Yeah, how can we make this into a waifu <laughs> simulator? You know, like, hey, let's, inv- let's invite uh, the ladies or men into our treehouse. And have like one on one sessions, one on one sessions if you get my drift and yada yada yada. <laughs> and they had to change so many things from the Japanese version. Oh yeah, they I had to tailor, and they had to tailor that down so dang much. So yeah, yeah, and and they got a little bit like three houses was not a waifu simulator, even though they had no easily, no no, it's, it's, even, it's even though easily they had some of the best women in the entire series: <laughs> Catherine, Shamir, Dorothea, Manuela. Uh, Edelgard! Edelgard did nothing wrong! Well, kind of. <laughs> so. Just a little. Mercedes? I would like Mercedes. Uh, 
Oh, seriously, if they bring Edelgard in a death battle, they're... I can't wait for them to dissect her character. By all means, yes. Just By bring in the other mind. three. The, the other three lords also bring in Ashen Wolves. Yes. <laughs> Wolves, baby. All right. So yeah, but uh, that's coming out in uh, January, right? Uh, get, yeah, it's coming out in uh, February second. Right, right. Uh, there's so Almost many games January. in January and February. It's just so hard to keep track because you got Tekken, you got Prince Persia, you got uh, Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. Rebirth. You got Persona. You got I think was a uh, no Peaches in March. Peaches in March. So, but yeah, the the front the first two months are pretty stacked. So. Yep, 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 yep. Even if not all those games come to Switch. <laughs> Although I'm fine with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth not coming on Switch. Uh, well, I don't need to see it downgraded that much. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Alright, and with that, we are heading now into our main event. So, Sega decided to make a scandalous statement. As a certain Lannister would say. And that really got us thinking. Is there a character in gaming right now that we could arguably say is on the level of Mario. Ponder that as we dive into a Nintendo discussion. Alright, so here are my what's what's called the bullet points of this topic. All right, when I say on the level, here's what I mean. I am not specifically talking about sales because there are a few things that I know have sold better than Mario in one capacity or another. And, and one of them is actually my first pick for who might be on his level. But I'm talking about you show this character to just anyone in the world, more than likely they're going to recognize him. Or they have made such a cultural impact on the world of gaming and beyond that their titles, their franchise is legendary because of them and they will be recognized even if they're not gamers themselves. Just like if I say Mario to my mother, she knows who I'm talking about. All right. Uh, but if I say like Samus Aran, just to be gentle, you know, she won't know who that is. But if I say Laura Croft, she probably will. Because Tomb Raider is, is is a big franchise still, despite what Square Enix and other people have done, <laughs> whatever. So, is there anyone or anything that is on the level of Mario? My first uh, nomination is Pikachu. Yeah, that's where my mind was going for. That was where my mind was going at. Yeah. See, there you go. Because <laughs> Pikachu, because first of all, Pokemon is the best-selling media franchise of all time. Yep. Look it up. It's there. All right, not Call of Duty, not any, uh, not not certain other franchises, a cartoon, anime, or otherwise. It is Pokemon. Period. End of story. And Pikachu, I would argue, is absolutely on the level of Mario because he is the face of the franchise. He's more the face than Ash Ketchum. And like they made an entire anime basically about Pikachu. Let's just be honest here. And then Ash was just along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know we had hey you pikachu we had uh you know every game every single pokemon detective pikachu detective pikachu there you go detective pikachu thank you the movies and the games you know um anytime that there is a pokemon spin-off pikachu is usually right there front and center in one form or another and he's always in every single pokemon generation because you cannot have 
a Pokemon game without Pikachu. And then eventually they realized that Eevee was really great too. So <laughs> I have a plushie of him behind me. So Pikachu, I definitely think we can say, is on the level of Mario because of just the iconic status, the 25 years of the anime, which is still going on technically with Horizons because of Captain Pikachu, who apparently is a boss. Who knew? <laughs> um, and the love of Pikachu is not going to die. And if you recall what we talked about last week with that Pokemon Holiday Collection, there was a whole bunch of stuff with Pikachu on it. <laughs> not surprising at all. Yeah, it, it's like the Pokemon, and again, Pikachu would be voicing for again for the face voice and face of the of the franchise for. Thirty years for many generations is just like it's just a face that you, that anybody can recognize if you're a gamer or not. Like you recognize, oh, it's Pikachu, oh, it's a Pokemon. Like remember those days? <laughs> it's just like yeah. When you hear like an icon again, something that immediately like oh, you recognize, oh, that's Mario, oh, that's Pikachu, like. You immediately know, like the iconography of them is just like, yeah, that's how big they are that anybody can recognize them. And yeah, you're right. Pikachu is just one of those icon mascots slash icons that anybody can recognize. As you said, media franchise, greatest thing on airports, on buses, on airplanes, is on boats, is, on cards. Like, yeah, just put a put on anything, stamp it on everywhere, and they, they will recognize it. And Pikachu is just such a face of that. Got. Alrighty. One that I think is probably gonna be another easy one is uh, Pac-Man. Oh. Pac-Man for sure is someone who's on the level of basically everybody knows who Pac-Man is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I did say hmm. sales don't matter, but I think that's a stretch. I mean, let's be honest. Like, what's the biggest thing that Pac-Man has done in the last however many years? I would say that, it's literally Smash last year. Pac-Man got a remake. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but I think the thing is, it's not about the cells. It's about the recognition. It's about the iconography. Yeah. And Pac-Man is one of the most recognized people in gaming. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, Pac-Man, like, it's definitely an interesting take because, again, it's, it's more or less under Bandai Namco's uh, umbrella, and they have... Uh, has dominated the arcade scene, if anything else. I'll give it that much. Plus, he had to have some games here and there in regards. And, of course, naturally, with the recent shutdown of, of Pac-Man 99, uh, it's just like, yeah, Pac-Man definitely has that recognition, but only in the gaming sphere. And like, I wouldn't unless you like, the gaming the, sphere. The, 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 I mean, the you could argue because again, it doesn't have media, and all that, sure. but the Pac thing is, because of how Pac-Man is such a big thing in arcades, and basically arcades, especially in the 80s and 90s, were everywhere, Pac-Man was always, like, the one you had. And it was one of those recognizable characters for people who didn't even play games just because it was so everywhere. Mm. Like, I could go to my mom and tell her about Pac-Man, and she would know who I'd be talking about. Yeah. This is a tough one. I mean, you're definitely making us think on this one, Scott, because historically, Pac-Man is iconic. I mean, you could also yeah, 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 Miss, yeah. Miss Pac-Man was more iconic, but that's another. That's a. <laughs> that's, that's, we that's, no longer have the rights to that. That's true. <laughs> but seriously, look up the history of Miss Pac-Man, and it's actually fascinating. I think the Netflix series 
Game On did something with that. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, great, that was a great series. I wish we had more of that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you know, like the older generation will care about Pac-Man. I'm not sure about the younger generation. Um, like when I said Pikachu, I could say that you know generations of fans love Pikachu. Like even we talked about like I don't know like a month or so ago where you know the Pokemon company is like you know we're not just focusing on the newer fans. It's we're focusing on the ones who are still with us from Gen One, like me. And yeah, I just don't know if Pac-Man has that. Now, yes, you could argue, but Pac-Man's in Smash Brothers, and thus you know people are still enjoying Pac-Man because of that amongst you know the the Pac-Man 99 that just recently shut off, and the there was a new game that came out with, with that. Um, I don't know. If we had a poll question, I would ask, I would put Pac-Man on there and say, like, you know, is he more <laughs> iconic than Mario? I just don't know if I would be... Oh, I wouldn't say more iconic. I said as iconic. Fine, sorry, as <laughs> iconic. Is, are you going to change your discussion question now? I don't oh, what I want! You're the host! I have the host, gosh dang it. It's my birthday. I can do whatever the heck I want. Call me Bill Dis Bill Cipher, because I am changing this reality. <laughs> I am the all-seeing eye. By the way, I looked into the the, the kaleidoscope of futures, and they said, no, uh, Pac-Man is not more as iconic as Mario, so suck it. No. <laughs> Don't have a heart attack. You're not 92 yet. Uh, <laughs> oh. That went in a weird direction, but I'll take it. <laughs> so, all right. I, I think we got to put a pin on Pac-Man. So, Will, do you have any suggestions? I have two. One either be the, the one joke choice and the other one being actually the legit serious choice. Like, this is kind of going on the unfortunately serious thing, which it really burns my soul and unfortunately is indeed one of the characters you so despise. Do not say Minecraft Steve. I will hit you so hard. It is indeed Minecraft Steve. Oh. No, you're wrong. I totally disagree that this is that I would put Minecraft Steve below Pac-Man. Because Minecraft Steve is a newer generation thing. Yes, Minecraft is one of the best-selling video games of all time. However, we also said it is not about the sales. And how many of them actually knew the name was Minecraft Steve? I didn't. I just thought it was just some regular dude in Minecraft. Although his name is Steve, and there's Enderman and the other people who are yeah, like what that's and that's the kind of thing that that's got also eats me up as well because like unfortunately we are old and like the new generation like who. Who's Mario? That will hurt my soul that when I hear a kid will say, "Who's Mario?" Oh no! And like, it's just kind of really it. Yeah, it hurts my old soul that people were like, "Oh, Minecraft Steve!" Like they they probably will put put Minecraft Steve in least of like in, in same tier as Mario, which will hurt me so much. But also, that's unfortunately kind of like part, partly of the the signs of the times that that they will acknowledge Steve over Mario. And like in regards to iconography of Steve, like yeah, sales wise, people like the basic person doesn't know uh, Steve as much as like Mario because again, they either be don't play games or like unless you're going like I don't know, have either played Minecraft, see it on Twitch, or like you see the many the myriads of merchandise, be it the diamond pickaxe, the creeper, all these like merchandise you get from the like, GameStop or whatever. A convention may be like you always see like minecraft stuff and just like they kind of got that me that media franchise presence i like like other other stuff like mario and, and pokemon but and 
it, it's just kind of really again it irks it hurts my soul don't get me wrong Todd. it hurts my soul that yeah i then the same thing like that steve is should as well should not have a spot in smash Bros. ultimate but it it also is this on the sound on the same hand that like that's how many people know about steve is like he's the new generation he's like what's gonna raise young kids to know gaming unfortunately and like that's kind of the it, it, it hurts it hurts i'm sorry uh, but like the other choice that i feel like may have that same iconography uh, uh this is my first joke choice is basically riding of metal gear rising just because of the whole memes <laughs> but I, I, again that's a joke that's a joke that's a joke complete joke I, i'm not being serious on that one but i feel like uh, sticking on the Metal Gear, I feel Solid Snake would probably be the the next best thing. And just think about Sony icons, like other be because Metal Gear was definitely one of the, those. I won't say not as great as Mario, but at the same time, it did have kind of that same media presence in Japan. Just because one, it is Hideo Kojima, and of course Hideo Kojima is just absolute madman that he is. Like, be it from. Of course, Kanabi's usage of pachinkos or just like the figurines. And just, of course, how, as you know, um, Kojima is just basically such an archer of his craft in the gaming world. And, I mean, yes, it doesn't have that same media presence like Pokemon or Mario and all that. But you can't help but also recognize that people do recognize the name Snake uh, if in the, in the gaming world, I feel like. And that that's just just one my, my guess. I feel like could possibly stand with Mario because again they did they did bring him in Smash Bros. Brawl and yeah he even even Snake knew like yeah you're kidding right that's Mario and just have that same like same mutual respect. I feel like I think that's kind of also the reason why uh, Sakurai himself brought in Mario because again I believe like I believe remind me of the story again. I think it was in the Kojima asked Sakurai like can you bring a Snake and he yes. said yeah. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. So yeah, I feel like the, probably even that that much is like saying like yeah, like people can recognize Snake and people love Snake for the most part. So yeah. in terms of iconography, I feel like he had he's not as at, at immediate right now, but he definitely has potential if Konami or Kojima does anything with him. All right, uh, along this uh, line of a uh, Snake, because you know my Creed Steve can burn. Um... How about Ryu from Street Fighter? Oh, I mean, Capcom get... definitely has a has the uh, definitely iconography of it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, he is the you know he's the he's the Road Warrior, the World Warrior. You know, he is the Shoryuken and the Haruken. <laughs> you know, you know his moves, you know his look. Um, he raised generations. He raised the mini generations. Raised the generations, yeah, yeah. and you can say, but he's only had technically six games. Yes, but he's also been in crossovers. <laughs> he was featured in like he was featured in Wreck It Ralph. You know, oh yeah, yeah, that he was. That's yeah. true. As was Zangief, but you know, you know, he's <laughs> and Bison. And, yeah, and Bison. You don't put turbo on us now. Uh, uh, you're not. You are a bad guy, but you are not the bad guy. <laughs> Thank you, Zangief. But uh, you know, he was in that. Uh, he is a character that is synonymous with the franchise and has he easily has the biggest story between him and Akuma, and you know, finally beating Akuma with Muno Ken. A power of nothingness or going dark ryu which is an iconic transformation yeah okay. so and then even just his presence i guess i should say is so iconic that it's been 
it's been brought into live action settings in various cases. Yes, better I remember. I remember. Better no, I'm not I'm, I'm not even saying, you know, the the Jean-Claude movie. I'm talking about like the uh what was it? Uh Assassin's Fist uh miniseries. Oh yeah, yeah, that live action. That one yeah, was yeah. very quality. They used that in Death Battle. Um also Street Fighter is so iconic that AEW had a uh shirt line with Capcom. Where they actually had the true, true. Did that? Yeah, Street Fighter definitely has that uh, media presence. That franchise, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm saying, like, you know, if we're if we're talking just on imagery and not looking at sales or beyond, Ryu is someone that most people recognize, even if they don't know his name. They're like, yeah, that's a that's a video game fighter, dude, right? You know, like you know, bare feet, white gi, got the headband, you know, shoryuken, horuken, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, People recognize that. So maybe maybe I don't think he's as iconic as Mario, but I definitely would put him on the level of like a Pac-Man or a Solid mm-hmm. Snake. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Just immediately recognize it, immediate recognition for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here's the big question, and this one is obvious for you know Nintendo. <laughs> what about Link? Yes, that's the only one I actually <laughs> imagine would be the same iconography. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean. This is to show, this is Mario and Link are hilarious in their own rights because they are two very different sides of the same coin. Mario is everywhere. He's got spin-off games, you know, he's got the movies, he's, you know, on like all the shirts, all the media. You know, he's the first thing in the Super Nintendo land. Link with Legend of Zelda is just as old, more or less. He's had just as many iconic games, if not more. But his franchise is not the biggest because every game matters. And I'm not saying that every Mario game didn't technically matter, but they crank those ones out. Like, we all saw what happened to Mario Party. Okay? Oh, yeah. Or the infinite amount of sports games that we uh, only recently we got back need. on the Switch. Yeah, <laughs> Too bad quality. We, we didn't need all of them. Let Camelot do other games. <laughs> um, But... And then, of course, with the Switch generation, he's more popular than ever because of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, both of which are Game of the Year nominees, if not winners, by the end of this year. Yeah. So, and people will definitely recognize a link on the surface. And yet, there's the question of what if Zelda was a girl? That keeps getting asked <laughs> all the gosh dang time because it's called The Legend of Zelda and not Legend of Link, which obviously doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Um, but you know it's it's curious because obviously Mario's got the better sales, which we aren't counting the sales. But if you if you talk about like the greatest games of all time, Link has so many titles you could put in there yep. alongside Mario. Okay, we got uh, Ocarina of Time. You got Link to the Past. I would put Twilight Princess in there. Uh, a lot of people were high on Skyward Sword originally, and then of course there was Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Um, and then, of course, Mario's got uh, Mario Bros. 3, 64, Galaxy 1 and 2, Odyssey, obviously. Uh, Mario Paint. Kidding. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like Mario, Mario Paint. typing. <laughs> or, uh, where, or where's Mario? Well, that was about Luigi. Exactly. He was so important that they had to bring in Luigi to go and find him because we can't live without him. Um, remember, Mario is the true star of Luigi's Mansion because he's the whole point. <laughs> we gotta save, I gotta save Mario. So... Yeah, Link, I definitely think, is as iconic as Mario in most respects. But as sad as it sounds, most people probably don't remember that his name is Link. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing. Like, of course, naturally, you don't talk. We have we see Metroid. We don't know know the name of the the, the lady in armor is actually Metroid instead of Samus. And of course, naturally, that that whole running joke and all that. Samus is a girl. That was me. I was like, they're like, Samus is a girl. Samus is not a girl. Samus is a bounty hunter. Like, the girls can't be bounty hunters. That was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were one of them. I was one of them. <laughs> I, I, I was not raised in a good gaming home. I was just given the games and told to enjoy. <laughs> so. Obviously, I know better. <laughs> if I have a second daughter, I'm sure I would name her Samus Aaron. <laughs> Samus Aaron Black. You know, that, that has a nice ring to it, actually. <laughs> Aaron Black. <laughs> Aaron, well, Samus Aaron. Oh, Aaron Black. <laughs> Daddy, why don't you name you after a Mortal Kombat character? Wrong spelling of Aaron. <laughs> but if you want to get it, become a gunslinger, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> okay. um, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, so. like yeah, exactly that. And I probably even even say to the point like this: does this franchise is actually getting um popular right now? I, I would even say Splatoon, like to the certain extent, just because. Um, like, no, I wouldn't go that far. Like, yeah, Splatoon can get there, but like if you think about it, what do you think about Splatoon? I think more, pe more people think about like the Splatfest, or the gameplay. They don't think about the Inklings as much. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've seen Inkling cosplays and they've been great, but because of their nature as like the silent protagonist, and yes, I know Link's mm -hmm. the silent protagonist, but he's overcome that. Like, let's be honest, he's had 35 plus years to overcome being the silent protagonist. <laughs> All right, he's, he's had time. And technically, he does talk. Um, but no, I think Splatoon's got a way to go. I, I, got, I got one more to end the show. Um, what about Cloud Strife? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Cloud and Final Fantasy, for sure, for sure. Yeah, especially with the remake saga bringing them back to life, because that means, that means we got the original game, we got Dissidia, we got Advent Children, love it or hate it. Um, <laughs> you got the remakes, you got uh, um, Crisis Core, because he's definitely in that. I mean, yeah, and of course, naturally, Square Enix love to print out the merchandise, and of course, you know about and, them. Yes, yeah, yeah. about Kingdom Hearts, which elevated <laughs> yet another status, you know. Yep. And Aerith lives in that game. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, she might live in Rebirth. We don't know that. Stop giving me hope. Don't give us hope. Don't give us hope. <laughs> so, uh, Cloud is another one where I don't think the casual person will recognize him immediately, but his cultural impact is huge. Yes, because you know he's the angsty emo protagonist. You know, speak softly, carry a big sword. Um, you know, gotta kill Sephiroth. Sephiroth, you could also argue, is just as iconic because of his theme, his yeah. look, his sword. That theme hits hard. I mean, <laughs> going back to AEW, Kenny Omega is calls himself the One Winged Angel, and his finishing move is the One Winged Angel, and you do not kick out of the One Winged Angel. All right, like that's his thing. Like once you get hit, you done. So, much like Seth, just Ross, accept it. <laughs> just accept it. You lose. Um, but like that. That's iconic. That he would willingly fashion himself after that. In fact, when he did his uh match against Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom this year, he came out to the Sephiroth theme, complete with graphics highlighting him and him <laughs> doing the one-wing extension with his arm, like, and the, and the screen showing off the black wing. Like, that's how much he loved that character. He dressed as Sephiroth, had got his theme from Square Enix, and had it on blast for the Japanese crowd, who absolutely loved it, obviously. So... You know, Cloud and Sephiroth, I definitely think feel are up there with Mario because of the their their game's importance. Because theirs was the game that helped Final Fantasy get to that next level. Like six started it. 
Like I'm being honest. Like the one through five were fine, but who really remembers them? <laughs> six, six, everyone remembers because of the story and Kafka and like you know battling basically a universal tyrant. And then yep. seven is like, okay, this is where we're really going. <laughs> and then when eight didn't live up to the hype, they're like, well, at least we got seven. <laughs> At least seven came out. So think about then it. Nine came out. Yeah, the <laughs> eight, nine, ten was tricky. Ah, ha, 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 ha. You know, eleven. You like uh, eleven was the online one. Yep. Uh, twelve was good. I liked twelve. You got Balthier in twelve. Yeah. Uh, thirteen was is always going to be divisive. Yep. Fourteen is still going. Yep. So fifteen is boy band. <laughs> yeah, boy band. And then 16, you know, people seem to like it. So, you know, but everyone goes back to seven every yep. single time. It's you like seven and then you like the rest. <laughs> that's that's status, ladies and gentlemen, when you are the hallmark. And the remake saga proved it because it sold so it sold better. The remake sold better than 16. Yeah. And I guess that part of that is because of the install base of the PS5. I do not deny that. But... <laughs> Still, we all know Rebirth is probably going to outsell 16. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that works with Rebirth. But my guess is it's probably will sell more than 16. Oh, for sure. For, for sure. sure. For sure. Uh, all right. And with that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. Who do you think, gaming icon-wise, is on the level or at least close to Mario? And don't you dare say Minecraft Steve. What's <laughs> wrong with you, bro? And on my birthday, no less. How dare, how dare you bring that shadow upon my life again? Uh, <laughs> uh, let us know. Uh, remember, it can be. It doesn't have to be a Nintendo icon. It can be any icon from any brand. Yes, even Sega. Oh, we didn't mention Sonic. <laughs> uh, also, uh, how did you do in this Splatfest? Where do you measure up on Sega's statement about Nintendo and Mario? Are you excited more for the Super Mario RPG remake now with these new details out? Are you happy to have the release date for the Indigo Disc known? Let us know in the comments below. So, for Skulkatsuka and Warrior Will, I am Triforce Todd. And ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not allies. We made it to the end of the level. So, raise the flag.